The following podcast is a deep, shallow dive production. Okay, let's go. Yesterday, the Pentagon announced that three U.S. troops had been killed and dozens injured after a drone loaded with explosives struck them at a base in Jordan near the Syrian border. Now, none of that can be confirmed. The details, anyway, the location of the attack. And there's some question about whether that's true. But there is no question that American troops were killed yesterday. And the reaction to that, mixed with sadness, was highly political, in fact, even strategic. Within moments of this news breaking, Lindsey Graham, the Republican senator from South Carolina, called for blood. Quote, hit Iran now. Hit them hard, he tweeted. Nikki Haley, of course, piled on. Here's what she posted to X. Quote, as a military spouse, my heart breaks for the families who lost loved ones. This shows the barbaric nature of our enemies in Iran, and it shows that they would not be attacking our troops if Joe Biden weren't so weak in his treatment of Iran. We should retaliate with full force, the full force of American strength. It's the only way to prevent further war. If we do not, these attacks will continue. All right. Happy Tuesday, everybody. Sorry I missed you yesterday. Hope you had a great weekend, but let's jump into it. Okay. Our boy Tucker, I have a feeling Tucker is going to be making a lot of appearances on the DSD after not being on here for a while. I think part of that was because I just didn't really access his clips on his Tucker Carlson network well enough. You know, when he was on Fox News during COVID, Honestly, I've said it before and I'll say it again, even though I'm really not a fan of Fox News. I think they kind of, they kind of suck, but so do the rest of them. You know, they're just, they, they just spout off their own narrative. But again, I will say when I watched Tucker and I really just mainly watched him because I appreciated seeing different sides of the COVID stuff, you know, he, he really did have a very, very different angle to everything that he did versus even the rest of the people on Fox News, Sean Hannity, Laura Ingram, whoever else that, you know, would be on Fox News. So now I am rediscovering him on his network. I might even pay for the Tucker Carlson network, the TCN. I might I might cough up some money on that. But anyway, what he was talking about in terms of, you know, what happened in Jordan and then these guys, Lindsey Graham, Nikki Haley, these warmongers that are talking about, you know, hitting Iran, going to war with Iran. And by the way, again, I'll say it. I've said it before and I'll say it again. Yes, I was born in Iran. I understand that. But I'm not being biased about my take here. The reason why I don't advocate for this is not because it was it's Iran. I don't advocate it against Russia. I don't advocate it against China. I don't advocate it against North Korea. These are countries with nuclear capabilities and the only thing war will do is perpetuate war. Like, it's just the reality of it. I'm telling you, this is this, is this military-industrial complex to the max, you know? They just want a machine to filter and funnel money through over and over again. And I appreciate Tucker Carlson for calling that out because that's not an easy... You know, that's not an easy thing to call out against such powerful entities at, you know, at his level. He actually tweeted out effing, I'm using effing, you know which word I'm talking about, effing lunatics. And it was a picture of Lindsey Graham's tweet, which said, hit Iran now, hit them hard. And then Senator John 
Corin, who said target Tehran. Now, again, you know, these guys are, think about it. These are two senators that are tweeting these things out, and there literally has been no real proof that Iran had anything to do with that. Now, again, maybe they did. I don't know if it comes out that they did. Should there be some type of retaliation? Of course, I'm fine with that. That's not a, that's not a, that's not at debate here. What's at debate is irresponsibility at such levels of government, you know, through social media. This is just irresponsible. You can't put these type of messages out to Quite frankly, the emotional and sometimes, you know, uninformed public and the ones that support these guys who all of a sudden now are going to are going to, you know, echo chamber this statement without even really understanding what took place. Half of the people in Lindsey Graham's base of South Carolina probably couldn't find Iran on a map. They definitely couldn't find Jordan on a map. I'll tell you that. So. You know, this stuff is just irresponsible. It's just irresponsible. And you have to you have to think about this thing from a 30,000 foot viewpoint of, okay, why are they doing this? Like, this doesn't make sense. Be, be an adult about things. Don't immediately jump to war. And again, we're talking about war with someone that has nuclear capabilities and alliances, you know, Iran is aligned with China, Russia, North Korea. Those guys are, those guys are aligned. So like, I don't understand why. And, and this is okay. Actually, this is a good tangent. This is where, you know, for the most part, this is a Republican thing. This really is. This is a Republican thing. The Republican party are the ones that you know, they really want to go to war for, for nothing a lot of times or at the drop of a dime. So I will say I'm not seeing in this situation and, and really in general, a lot of times I don't see this type of irresponsible, I guess, immediate reactionary talk from Democrats. Although, you know what? I literally just said that. And now listen to this. All of this came immediately they were joined by Wes Clark, the former presidential candidate and commander of NATO. By the way, that is that General Wesley Clark. That's a little bit disappointing. I actually really liked that guy based on that interview he did, which talked about how the U.S. was going to bomb seven countries in five years. Although, you know what? I did more research on that, and it turns out after he did that, he kind of refused to talk about it anymore. So there's a couple interviews of like him getting asked uh, in the public, like when he's at the airport or something, you know, General Clark, General Clark, we'd love that interview. Could you tell us more? And he would not talk about it anymore. So that's interesting that he kind of put his fork in the ground and then would not stand by it anymore. And buffoons like John Cornyn, who apparently is a senator from Texas, et cetera, all saying the same thing. Let's go to war with Iran. They all said this in both sides. Here's Nancy Pelosi on CNN telling you yesterday that anyone who is not for this, who would like, say, a ceasefire between Israel and Hamas, is working for Vladimir Putin. For them to call for a ceasefire is Mr. Putin's message. Mr. Putin's message. Make no mistake, this is directly connected to what he would like to see. This is just insane. Tales from the Crypt is back, and she's talking about how Putin wants the ceasefire in Gaza. 
Same thing with Ukraine. It's about Putin's message. I think some of these some of these protesters are spontaneous and organic and sincere. Some, I think, are connected uh, to Russia. And I say that having looked at this for a long time now. As You, you know, think some of these protests are Russian plants? So that's CNN's Dana Bash. And she's basically asking and she's asking Nancy Pelosi if these protests for the ceasefire. And by the way, these protests for the ceasefire in Gaza, this is not just happening in the United States. This is like crazy global protests in like 120 countries with hundreds of thousands, sometimes millions of people showing up for these protests. So this is not something that's unique to the United States. We just don't see it unless you're looking on TikTok and Instagram for it and trying to find it. You're just not seeing it in the national news here because they don't want everyone to see how really how much the world has rallied Let's, if you want to say not even around the Palestinians and Gaza, that's fine, but they have, but rallied around the concept of a ceasefire to stop the killing of innocent civilians. These are plants. I think some financing should be investigated. And I want to ask the, the uh, uh, FBI to investigate that. It's hard for most people to believe that a person in his or her 80s could be evil, but she is evil and she's speaking lies. What you heard is totally dishonest. But there's a point to the dishonesty, and that is a war with Iran, which people in Washington have been agitating for for more than 20 years. All right. So I wanted to start off with this and talk about this mainly mainly for this reason. You know, there are things that are going to happen and there is a need for something, quote unquote, something big. I've talked about it before. I don't know what that is, but I think a war with Iran is an option. I really do. I think that's on the table. Now, let's move on to something else. You know, there's a lot of issues right now going on with Texas and the border. State officially declared an invasion on the southern border. Greg Abbott is invoking Texas's constitutional authority to self-defense. The authors of the Constitution knew there would be times when the federal government would not live up to its duty. And so they empowered states in Article 1, Section 10, the right of self-defense. The Biden administration has really, truly abdicated its responsibility to secure the border and enforce the laws. Texas has a right as a state to stop criminals from coming into our state to make arrests of those criminals. The Texas National Guard is erecting more razor fencing. The Supreme Court had ruled the federal government had the right to cut the fence, but allowed Texas to reserve the right to throw it back up. And the governor is enlisting an army of farmers and ranchers to lay razor wire along the border. Democrats are now urging Joe Biden to federalize the Texas National Guard rip the power away from Abbott and make them stand down and let the invasion, as it's been declared, continue. The Democrats would be federalizing a state's National Guard to not protect our citizens. All right, that was Jesse Waters. <laughs> that was Jesse Waters from Fox. I just got done bad-mouthing Fox at the beginning of this, and then I played Jesse Waters' clip from Fox. Hey, see? That's judging the take, brah. 
That is judging the take. I love that, actually. That kind of reinforces my brand. That was very on brand, as they like to say, for Ray D. Talking about judging the take, even though he doesn't necessarily like the taker, the person giving the take. No, I don't mind Jesse Waters. He's got some good ones. Not a fan of Fox. Well, whatever. We're judging the take. That, that, that's where we're at. Remember? That's where we're at. We're calling a spade a spade, judging, judging the take. Anyway, I played that for you because here's narrative number two that's on the table, and that is civil war in the United States. I'm not even kidding. Like, that happened, I think that happened on Friday as well. And then over the weekend, you had all these images going up about how 25 states are backing Texas, Trump's backing Texas, Robert F. Kennedy Jr.'s backing Texas. But they're, you know, they're, 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 what's the word I'm looking for? They're almost positioning a divide. They're really positioning a divide. And that's how those graphics were. So it kind of hit me. And then this is this is something also goofy. Has anybody watched on Netflix the Kiefer Sutherland show Designated Survivor? It's Designated Survivor on Netflix. It actually started in 2016. Season 1 was 2016, so that's that's a while back, but also remember 2016 was an interesting year because that's when the monumental shift in politics started to occur because of the the unbelievable win by Donald J. Trump in the election. But anyway, if you've watched Designated Survivor on Netflix, which I just started watching, this is crazy. This exact scenario happened on season one where... They basically have an issue. I'm not going to ruin the show in case anyone wants to watch it. By the way, I really like it. It's It's been very good so far. I'm only on like episode six of season one. But anyway, without spoiling it for you, in one episode, the state of Michigan basically started defying the president's order, which was Keith or was is Keith Kiefer Sutherland. And he went to literally nationalize or federalize the National Guard of Michigan. So he basically is doing exactly what they are, the Democrats want Biden to do, and that is federalize the National Guard of Texas to go against Greg Abbott. And then in the show, the president federalized the National Guard of Michigan to go against the governor of Michigan, but then the National Guard said no. We're not doing it. We're sticking with the governor. So a very similar scenario to what potentially is playing out in Texas. You know, if Biden goes to federalize the National Guard and then the National Guard says, hey, no, we're not going to we're not going to do that. We're not going to federalize. We're going to state eyes still and we're going to support Governor Abbott. Now, all of a sudden, you've got the state of Texas with their National Guard defying the federal government. What happens then? I don't know, actually. I don't know, but that's a scenario. That is a scenario. So, anyway, civil war in the United States. God, I can't even believe I'm saying this, but 
Is it plausible, Ray D? I mean, God, I wish that was not plausible. But I guess it's plausible. Oh, everything is plausible these days. But anyway, that's another sort of storyline, I don't know, that kind of I saw over the weekend. Thought I would throw it out there. Give me some thoughts. If you think I'm crazy, let me know. That's okay. I don't mind if you think I'm crazy. I really don't. Because I'd rather think about everything than think about nothing. Oh, man, that's an Instagram quote right there. That is a Instagram quote created inside Canva. I'd rather think about everything than think about nothing. Ray D. <laughs> All right. Sorry, everybody. This has been a, I think I've had a little too much afternoon coffee today. All right. Last thing for today. I'm not going to play a clip, but in case you did not see, man, there was a lot of stuff that happened on Friday. So the ICJ, the International Criminal Justice Court, by the way, I think in a previous episode, I called it the ICC, the International Criminal Court, which is actually the sister court to this, but the ICC convicts individuals whereas the ICJ convicts countries. So the ICC was not a part of this South African case against Israel for genocide. That falls in the International Court of Justice, the ICJ. But anyway, they came out on Friday and ordered Israel to implement a series of measures aimed at averting genocide in the Gaza Strip. They did not come out and directly say they are committing genocide, but they basically, it's almost like they put them on, put them on call, not call, they put them on alert that, hey, we're watching, you need to do X, Y, and Z in order to not commit genocide. So, you know, a lot of people were upset about it personally without getting into it too much because I do want that to play out a little bit. I think it was fine. I mean, I think it was a probably a reasonable next step. I did not expect them to jump directly toward, you know, a genocide charge. But I think what they did was basically said, hey, we're keeping an eye on this. You need to take these measures in order for this not to happen. And so, you know, again, in terms of humanity, that's a win for humanity. Let's see what plays out. I don't know how impactful this is, but like I said, I do think that was a step in the right direction of hopefully bringing some diplomacy to this situation because I've said it before and I'll say it again. War does not end war. It just doesn't. Peace ends war. It does. Peace ends war. And we have got to get out of this never-ending cycle of wanting conflict and war and all that. Because it just doesn't make sense. There's no reason for it. There's not. This is all man-made everything. It is. And the funny thing is, if you think about it, you've got people like Lindsey Graham and Nancy Pelosi, a Republican and a Democrat, that they're the ones advocating for it. So when you, when you sort of put your, I guess, intellectual cap on and you see the folks advocating for it, you know, that should kind of raise a red flag right there. And again, both of those guys, what do they have in common? They are part of one party, and that is the uniparty. All right, more to come. Call a spade a spade. And... 
Sorry for the giggles. This episode was brought to you by Boost Liquid Vitamins. Wake up, take your boost, start your day. Drink your vitamins, build your immune system with Boost. Available on Boost.com.